Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, Patrick Royce, what is going on on this Friday? Vikings start on Sunday, and we actually got football last night as well with a wild one. What was it, the uh, Cowboys and the Buccaneers? Yes, I watched most of it, and it it provided everything I hate about the current (laughs) NFL game. Okay. On nonstop penalties. Yes. Until there's one that should decide the game, and then they don't call it. The guy gets, you know, pushes himself clear to catch Brady's pass. And we, uh, you know, they, they show the replay as Michaels and Collinsworth are trying to tell us what a great play it was. And then they see that they push the defensive back down and they said, well, that was a, you know, I could see you could make a case for the other side. Uh, That was as bad as Drew Pearson, for God's sakes. (laughs) And, but what really drives me crazy with the modern game, Judd, is it has become such a dink and dunk name. There's these these two, how much of it did you watch? Most of it. A lot. Yes. Nobody throws a ball down the field. You know, a long pass is 15 yards down the middle of the ground. What? Mm-hmm. It's all boom, boom, you know, four or five. When you take Dak Prescott, a great athlete, when he came into the league and turn him into Mr. Dink and Dunk, it's, uh, you know, forget it. I can't stand it. I, I want to see a play once in a while that's got some explosiveness to it. There's, you know, the, what the, they, they, they said that, uh, you know, Brady's average throw down the field is like, eight yards or some damn thing. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, uh, I, I don't know. I can't, uh, uh, and here's the other thing. These, I don't know who's on the rules committee these days. Who's on the rules committee. Do we know the competition committee? What's old white guys on the rules? Oh, I think rich McKay is still there. And rich as long McKay as rich McKay is still there, is still there we're going to the have league is now 80% black, right? Mm-hmm. Gotta be 80% black players. They are, they are the modern football game the great athletes from the South, right? Sure. And if you saw the two teams being introduced last night, I'm not sure there was a a white starter on either team defensively. And I just am observing this because of the taunting rule, the new taunting thing. You got a bunch of white guys sitting in this room saying, boy, I don't like it when these two black guys are giving each other crap. It doesn't look good for the league. And you come up with this new, that's what the NFL needs. Another rule, another excuse to throw a flag. Boy, we don't get enough flags now. And then you take a jackass like this Hockley guy who says, I know deep in your hearts, just like my old man, I know 
every one of you who bought a ticket or is watching tonight did it because you want to see me. How about the fact that uh, they called it, the guy gets his face mask, the, this was a fat white guy, he gets his face mask grabbed, and then he kind of goes, ha, ha, ha. And they, you know that when they left the locker room, Hockley and the boys said, now be sure we got to call a hot taunting penalty early here. We got to get a taunting penalty oh, yeah. to show them we're on top of the taunting, right? Yep. It's, it's, it's unbelievable what they get away with in this league. You know, everybody's worried about racial equality. Look at that. Look at the way the NFL treats its workforce. And that is, is 80% black. I think I, that'd be my guess. At least it's, it's, it's close to that. And these are all the athletes. These are the guys they're making their money off of. And these are the guys that they can call in Stephen Weatherly and say, okay, I know we, we, I know we promised you 2 million, but we're going to take 500,000 away. Mm-hmm. What do you say? You want a job? You want to hit the street? You know, we, what we promise you and what we're going to give you, those are two different things. So, nine, nine, 19 penalties called last night, Pat. And I'm afraid that, uh, that we are going to have this be the early season trend now. What worries me is this one, too. I think holding is back. Last year, they, I don't know why, but it seemed like the point of emphasis was quit calling so many damn holding penalties, which was great. I fear yeah. holding is back as well. That thing last night, yeah. I mean, this this worries me because this, that's the one thing. I think we used to complain about this two years ago. Slows games down. It's unnecessary. And you don't have to call a penalty every play just because something looks like a penalty. No. And this... The one guy on their crew, they got some 65-year-old guy on their crew, that tall drink of water, who's always explaining to the players who are complaining to him why the other guys made bad calls. He's standing four feet away from the push-off that decides the game and eats his flag. Oh, God. (laughs) And then Collinsworth, you know, I've been a tall – I've tolerated him for years. But did he really – see six different things in that game last night that he'd never seen before. I've never seen that before. I've never (laughs) seen a great run like that. I've never seen a guy make a block like that. I've never seen that guy defend anybody like that. Six times he saw something. He's been watching football for 50 years. He saw six plays he'd never seen before, which really were about eight-yard games, generally speaking. Pat, Pat, at one point he he goes – you know, I, I didn't realize Matthew Stafford was this good. He's been playing for 15 years. Yes. What what, yes. what, what have you been missing, Collinsworth? What have you been missing? He, he hasn't watched games until now. Yeah. He doesn't watch the Lions. He admitted yeah. that. He's like, I don't watch the Lions. <laughs> well, no, he's he walks in now. He's mailed it in completely. But <laughs> as long as he's full of praise for everything he watches, uh, you know, both sides – the great one of the great games ever. Al was babbling. I think they're like BSN now. If you're doing NFL games, and NFL is the only thing in sports that these that these networks fall all over themselves to pay for, and the billions of dollars they've spent on them, they don't want you saying, "Boy, was this a stinkeroo." Now, mm-hmm. it, it what? I mean, it was the kind of game modern football fans like because it was close. They don't care. They just want it to be close, right? right. But I, I didn't hear. Did Jerry, uh, Jerry used to do the locker room uh, 
uh, meeting with the press where he ripped the hell out of the uh, officials after the game. I thought he'd be downstairs uh, ripping the note. I don't know if he did, did that or not. Yeah, I, I've not seen those quotes. He'll talk he, about it at some point, though. He always probably, does. It. He's probably still on the competition committee. He's got some vibrant young ideas, I'm sure. This is unbelievable, though, that they're adding penalties. How about the one where uh, that was he's, he's describing the pass interference. He said, there's two penalties on the play. There's pass interference, which was the face mask, and then there's the face mask. Well, then there's not two penalties on the play. If the face mask was this hockley, just he's worse than his old man ever dressed. You know what this is, Pat? It's like if Joe West had a kid. Yes, right. That's it's true. like if you know we finally got rid of Joe West. Here's Bobby West. This guy's worse. This guy's worse. He's worse. I got on him. I was tweeting about what a jackass he was two years ago. So uh, the I've other been thing, on top of him. I've been on top of this kid for a couple of years. The thing on the taunting that makes no sense to me, though, is is they're going to enforce taunting, but you can still do these celebrations which by the way is fine i don't care, I don't care. but after but after like interceptions they all go down to one corner now and do these little poses and stuff i mean just why do you have taunting then yes. like that that yeah. is taunting and what is taunting what is right taunting? That's, that's my point <laughs> what, like what, how do we how do we know he he's not saying damn that was a that was a hell of a play yeah i'm glad i came down with the ball how do we what do we got you know i don't know Sensories on them. We we're gonna have to. We're gonna pretty soon. We're gonna have mics down there. We're gonna have to go over to the sidelines and to, to see if the guy uh, actually. How'd you like say? How'd you like that? Yeah, effort uh, instead of uh, you know. Instead of uh, you know, we got to say instead of hey, nice play. Too bad I beat you. Is that taunting? What's taunting? I know. I what? Steve yeah. Smith in the end zone. Rowing the boat, that's taunting. I can tell taunting, okay? Right? Right. But if it's not that, then it's who cares? So, but Steve, so Steve Smith, and what people forget is that wasn't a touchdown pass. I think it went down to like the two, and then he went in the end zone and did the greatest thing ever, which was row the boat in front of Fred Smoot. But here's what's weird about it now if you did that now and it scored a touchdown and your teammates surround you and help, that's not taunting. That's the celebration. That's what makes yeah, no oh sense yeah, about this. I guess this. you could say that, yeah. That's what makes no sense about this. Yeah. Um, just let them celebrate. If somebody you, uses a word or does something that's so objectionable, you'll know it. It's like porn. Yeah, you'll, know yeah, taunt, yeah. you'll know real taunting if yeah. you see it. Yeah. But, if I, but if I just call you a, a bleep hole. It's, a, it's the worst physical game ever invented. Correct. You're you're asking these guys to do inhuman things yes. and be gentlemen. What yes. uh, sportsmen? What a bunch of crap! It's unbelievable. I hate the NFL as a concept. I don't. I still like to see a good football game. I'm not saying that, <laughs> but I hate the way they treat the help. And I, you know, where's D. Morris on this one? Why isn't he? Oh, come on. Yeah, you know, D. Morris him, is. I, 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 they paid him off on this one, too. I think I said, saw something about the NFL PA went along with it. Are you kidding me that the NFL PA would go along with something like this? They're going to find these guys, too. They're going to find this fat white guy for, uh, 
Of course they are. Laughing at the guy for grabbing his face mask. It's uh, I don't know. It was the worst sport around has has the the least protection for its players, and it's probably not even close. Hockey has better protection through the union than oh, football yes. does. Yeah, well, they got fear anyway. You know, yes, they had fear as an advisor who's going to fight for his players. These guys have just packed it in and say, "Well, you know, you're going to die at 58, but uh, have a good career, will you, buddy? Yeah, I mean, it's great. Uh, don't don't expect to know who your grandkids are. Uh, you're either be dead or not know what planet you're on. But uh, you know, but hey." Thanks. Don't taunt each other. Whatever you do, it, it would be bad, you know. And stop complaining about those concussions, do you? We're yeah, yeah. Stop us. suing us, yes. you bastards. We don't want to be sued anymore. No. Anyway, like that was my observation. I was. I like uh, it. I, I was watching the game uh, quietly on my couch. Watched it all. Was interested in who might win, and was saying. These are the Cowboys. They're supposed to have some fast guy one run 40 yards down the field and throw a long pass to him. Not Lamb. six yards, two yards, four yeah. yards. Yeah. 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 I mean, even Lamb, they got him, but they never threw long to him. They just threw dinks and dunks and hoped some guy missed the tackle. And uh, you know what? The college game is going to, you're going to start seeing the college game called taunting all the time too, because they want to be just like the NFL. They keep stealing all their, you know, they, Every time the NFL implements a rule, and I think it's probably already in college, right? They just don't call it. Yes. And, Pat, this is why every supervisor of officials quits. Because you're right. You can't possibly enforce the amount of every march these guys sit with their daiquiri, their strawberry daiquiris, (laughs) watching film and slowing it down and saying, let's call that a penalty from now on. Yes. And instead of going through the entire book and say. How can we have, when we're done, eight penalties? How can mm-hmm. we have a book that's like a pamphlet and has eight penalties in it instead of something that uh, looks like a, a copy of the entire Encyclopedia Britannica? You know, mm-hmm. why, why do we need endless, endless penalties? I, I don't get it. But I guess I'm old and stupid. Uh, no, not on penalties. You're not. No, no, we're mm-hmm. we're right on that. Not a lot of other things, but not a lot of, lot of other. Things. Well, oh yeah. Well, I'm old and stupid too on things, but not on the, on that one. Uh, the twins, Joe Ryan. What do you think so far? Uh, I didn't see him the other night, but when I watched him the previous time, I said this kid is going to need a breaking ball, and apparently he showed us a breaking ball. Uh, when he pitched his uh, seven great innings the other day. So uh, if he's got a breaking ball, he's good. He yeah. reminds me of Ober in the sense that he goes after hitters. I like, we got, you now got two starters who actually go after hitters instead of going three and two on the planet. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that, you know, there's some hope there with those two guys, that's for sure. And he- here's the, here's what you got to hope. And I've said this before is, if they get lit up a couple of games in a row, they, I mean, Kevin Slowey's always my example. He was pitching real well, and then he got lit up because he was a control artist when he came up. And then he started, you know, instead of trying to hit the outer third, he was trying to hit the outer sixth and pretty, and then he not getting the call on the ball right on the corner. And all of a sudden, he was behind in counts, and then he was getting the hell kicked out of me. You're, you're going to get knocked around once or twice. 
and uh and you know you just got to come back and keep throwing strikes and if you keep throwing strikes you're going to end up uh to the uh you know you're going to end up being a good they, they both have good enough stuff if they just keep throwing strikes they'll be fine and how about our blue jays man wow Here Yankee they come. stadium they win four straight in the yankee stadium they're only a half game behind the yankees for the wild card now yep and I, I was watching the end of that telecast, and Michael Kay, who was very disgusted with the Yankees, he would never, I've said this before, he'd never get a job at PSN because he tells the truth. Yes. Some statistical thing. First time since 1908, the Yankees have been swept in a four-game homestand in which they never held the lead. Wow. First time. No kidding. They might have still been the Highlanders then. I don't know, but first yeah. time since 1908. Yeah. Last 10 games. That Toronto team, uh, they don't have very good bullpen, but, you know, since they got Barrios, they're deep in starters, and that lineup is fantastic. Yeah. And they've now added, have, have you seen Kirk, the catcher, Andahar Kirk? No. They're, they're, he, they make him a DH. He looks like the number five hitter for the Meesville Mudhen. The fat little, you know, just guy sits up there, swings from his rear end. And uh, it's a, he was, he's been hit the middle of the lineup the other day, he hit two home runs. He's just a, he did, he's Yogi Berra, right handed. He's a, it's a, that's a really good team. I don't see if they make the playoffs or not. Last 10 games, the Blue Jays, who have won eight in a row, are nine and one. The Yankees have lost six in a row. They're two and eight in the last 10 games. The Yankees won 13 in a row, and since then, they're two and 10. Hey, I got a question, and and I don't, don't know if this is just because it's happened this season or if I'm right about this, Pat. Does it feel to you like we have had, and it's actually it's actually fun, but some just huge ebbs and flows with teams like yes. the Mets, the Mets will get hot and then the Mets will be terrible. Philadelphia, the Yankees, the Blue Jays. It feels like we've had more teams go on just great runs followed by awful runs. Yes. Philadelphia out of it. The big flop disappointment. They yep. get hot. Hey, look out. They're, they're in first place. Then they go in the tank. Then you say, well, they're dead. And now they're hot again. They've got hot again. Uh, well, and the other thing is, I mean, Tampa Bay is always a miracle to me, but the Giants having the best record in baseball is absurd when you look at the lineup. But, uh, but they, you know, did you see this though? Anytime you start feeling a little good about baseball, the Dodgers and the Giants three game series, 44 pitchers. Oh, I'm not surprised. Uh, when they played last week, 44 yes. pitchers. Yes. And this is the Dodgers who have the best starting pitching in baseball. And Scherzer now, who's been outstanding. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 44 pitchers in three games with the three batter rule. Yes. Unbelievable. All right. Beyond that, have a good sports weekend, folks. We get, we're trying to fire you up here with all this positive talk. Hey, Gophers tomorrow. Gophers tomorrow. Very I think I'd like us to beat. What do we call the Red Hawks now that they're not the Red Hawks? I thought they are the Red Hawks. Are Ohio Red Red Hawks? Hawks? I, I'm pretty sure they're the Red Hawks. Oh. They're the Red Hawks when they were in the uh, NCHC conference with St. Cloud. Maybe they, at have my the uh, the hockey. The, maybe they have the approval of the uh, Miami uh, Indian tribe, which is uh, they are is, the Red Hawks. Pat, I'm fired up that Enrico Blase, former Miami, Ohio coach, is the St. Thomas coach now figure for uh, for their hockey team. Yes. One of my uh, favorite moments in the press box, the uh, 
Ohio were playing, the Gophers were playing Ohio U. That's when Wacky lost. Oh, Mason, I think, lost to One of them lost to Ohio U at the Metrodome. And this PR guy comes over and says, uh, we would appreciate it. We are Ohio University. We would appreciate it if you would. We, we are just Ohio. The name of the college is Ohio. We would appreciate it, you if you didn't use Ohio U. You know, if you if you just used okay. Ohio, I said, "Oh, thanks a lot, buddy." Now I got to go back and put "use" in every time I every <laughs> time I referred to you. You know, and that was a bad loss for uh, whoever it was. Whoever it was, but uh, anyway, yeah, they should have no problem with. Uh, I don't think the Red Hawks are very good this year. So, so how about? Uh, yeah, I, I think we brought this up the other day, but how about poor old Glenn Caruso's first real. Uh, FCS game next but, week. Yeah. Northern Iowa lose yeah. by seven to Iowa State. Go get them, Glenn. So there's going to be a lot of people at St. Olaf happy when they see that score. <laughs> so. Yep. Uh, last thing, Patrick. Vikings, Bengals. Are, are you still on the uh, two touchdowns? The, the thought process by, or the bandwagon? Boys yeah. By two touchdowns. All right. Vikings, Vikings by two touchdowns. Dalvin Cook has a has a big day. Uh, and it won't be two months until he gets he'll, – he'll have a good first two months before he gets hurt. Okay. Same man who went on with Mel Kuyper and assured a victory over the <laughs> Eagles in the NFC title game, Patrick Royce. If, I, if I'm if i wrong about the, uh, the Bengals losing this one, I'll buy everyone I run into a box of dots. Okay? So, okay. Hold him to it. I okay. Don't worry about me then. I'm fine without right. the dots. See you later. See you, Pat. Bye. Think you can only get groceries delivered through Instacart? Actually, you can shop over 900 stores, including Best Buy, Kroger, Sephora, Safeway, Bed Bath & Beyond, Dick's Sporting Goods, and more with fast delivery today. And with Klarna, you'll have more time to pay. So if you need a beret, a fillet, or stuff to play croquet while listening to Ray Gay down by the bay with a divorcee and a toupee, Instacart and Klarna is a better way to shop. Man, I lost it. Download the Instacart app and start shopping. Terms apply. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.